0: I grew up in a Christian household, I began to perpetuate the same things that i seen went on in my particular family. You know, my mom was a boss, my grandmother was a boss. So when I came into my marriage, I thought I was supposed to boss my husband. And so The One Sexy Wife came to be because I realized that my husband loved me and that I needed to learn my, learn to love myself.
1: Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Interviews will include the founders of Bedroom Candy, some of our amazing consultants, entrepreneurs, sex toy designers, as well as educators and experts in the industry. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Today's guest is... Ms. Gail Crowder. So welcome to The Business of Pleasure. I'm Nadine Thompson, your host. And today we are going to be speaking with an incredible woman, uh, Gail Crowder. And Gail Crowder uh, runs the Bring Your Sexy Back conference. Um, but let me just tell you about her a little bit. And um, her her website is The One Sexy Wife. I think it's just so fun and so great. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Gail, and then Gail will, you will introduce her, and then um, we'll have a conversation. So Gail, first of all, welcome to the business of pleasure we are really thrilled honored and excited to have you with us today
0: I am super excited to be here and um, thank you so much for having me
1: Oh, you're very welcome. You are very welcome. So Gail Crowder is one sexy wife. And her. I just want to share a bit of her bio with you, with our listeners today. Gail is a wife of 28 years, mother of two, and the founder and president of Bringing Sexy Back to the Marriage, BSB. BSB is a conference dedicated to the spiritual and sexual enhancement of marriages for the modern-day wife. Gail has been responsible for spicing up thousands of marriages through the BSB conference and continues to change lives every day. A certified Christian marriage life coach and author, Gail has appeared on dozens of television and radio shows as a specialist and seasoned relationship expert. In addition, to BSB, Gail Crowder has founded several other enterprises, including Gail Crowder Inc., a full-service image consulting firm in Maryland, One Sexy Wife, which currently offers specialty apparel and books, and Glamour at its latest, G-A-I-L, an image consulting brand dedicated to transforming its clients through its motto of your life, your style, your image. Gail dedicates her time to building the self perception, public image, spiritual values, and individual life purpose of her clients. A certified coach and member of the International Coaching Science Research Institute and Life University, Gail has authored five books, Your Purse-Sized Fashion Guide, Chronicles of Real Sexy Wives, Tall Glass of Water, Bringing Sexy Back to Your Marriage, and new release, Keep Your Legs Open. Her extensive educational, professional, and personal experience and commitment to community makes her a highly regarded teacher, speaker, and workshop facilitator. Welcome to the business of pleasure, Gail. Nice to have you. Thank you
0: so much. Wow, I didn't expect that you would read my whole bio kinda like
1: stepping outside yourself and say, Wow, is that really me? But it is. It is <laughs> Thank you. you so much it, for having me. It is you and I often tell women, you know, sometimes we jump through the bio but I like to read it because I think it's so important for some time for to be reminded of the things we have done and accomplished in our lives. And I too, whenever I'm introduced, you know, though I wrote my bio, every time someone reads it, when I hear it in someone else's voice, I think, wow, I've been working really hard. And I think that's great. It's very affirming. And you are really impressive, um, beautiful to look at. I was so uh, thrilled to meet you last week. And as we were chatting, I kept thinking, what a very beautiful woman and beautiful personality and spirit. And then to read. Your bio, uh, you've got the whole package together. So, congratulations on all that you've accomplished in your life.
0: Oh, wow! Thank you so much for your kind words. You know, um, I, I truly am just honored to be me. And, you know, that has not always been because, you know, I, you know every woman self, suffers with some type of self-esteem and all those kind of things. But I wake up every day, and I really try to do the work, and I really try to be a giver. So when I give, I'm able to receive. So I thank you for that.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. So, Gail, tell us about your concept, One Sexy Wife. Tell us about that.
0: That, that concept actually came from... Um, Being married um, very young, I got married at 21 years old, and I know what it is to be in an absolute horrible marriage because I was not equipped to be married at age 21. And I grew up in a Christian household, but I did not see healthy relationships around me. And so I began to perpetuate the same things that I've seen went on in my particular family. You know, my mom was a boss, my grandmother was a boss, So when I came into my marriage, I thought I was supposed to boss my husband. And so that created 14 years of basically hell in my marriage. And when I realized that I needed counseling and I needed to learn to control my mouth and I needed to learn to honor and respect my husband and not lose who I was, because I am a strong African-American woman and can be proud of that, but I don't have to, to belittle my husband to hold that position. And so the One Sexy Wife came to be because I realized that my husband loved me and that I needed to learn my, learn to love myself. And so that's really where it was birthed out of, The One Sexy Wife. I am his one sexy wife. I could care less about everybody else's husband. I'm the one sexy wife for my husband, and that's where that brand began.
1: Wow, I love that. I love that. And it's interesting. um, We have so much to talk about. But the idea when you said, you know, my grandmother was a boss, my mother was a boss, and you thought you needed to be bossy. It's so interesting, because I think for many, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in this example, but for many women the idea of being bossy and badass um, can be very cool and empowering. At the same time, it can be very off-putting. And sometimes we feel that we have to be bossy and aggressive to avoid being bossed around or abused. And so sometimes it is a very fine line because I know that many mothers sort of say to their daughters, you know, you don't want to take any crap from from anybody and you got to get out there first but i think there's there needs to be a balance and sometimes we jump out there um uh, being badass and bossy without um you know, realizing the toll it may take on our marriage, or even if it's necessary to be that way. Sometimes, absolutely.
0: And not only was I like that in my marriage, I was like that in every relationship that I had. Yeah. With my coworkers, with my girlfriends, I just was very bossy and very assertive, and anything I thought, I said it, and and not in a tactful way. Right. And so yes, it, it, and I did equate not you know being bossy to being a being stepped on you know mm-hmm. i i equated that that if i was not assertive that people wouldn't notice me that mm-hmm. people wouldn't acknowledge me and that i always had to be right in the situation and so that really really um was not good for for my relationships at all
1: Interesting, interesting. And I think for professional women, you realize that there's a time and place for everything. There's some times when we need to be assertive and aggressive and we need to be the boss. And that there are other times when it's okay to be gentle and to be soft and to, and to be whoever we are authentically, that it's okay to be yourself, but we don't have to be compensating every day for everything.
0: And absolutely, and I, especially in my relationships, and this was going on prior to me even getting married, and so I, I just felt that again I would lose myself if, if I was, you know soft-spoken and meek and those kind of things but I realized in my relationships especially when you're dealing with men that you can be soft they want a soft lady but they do want a woman with an opinion and so when I quit being bossy and I started to listen and I started to really think about what I wanted to um, say before I said them I got a whole different reaction not just from my husband when well, when I was also dating and so um, for the the women out there that are listening to this call, you don't have to lose yourself and you don't have to become a doormat. Just learning to talk and to word things different will take you a long way.
1: Absolutely. That is so wise. Absolutely. I agree. Gail, tell me about the Chronicles, Chronicles of Real Sexy Wives. Tell me a little bit about that. That sounds interesting. <laughs>
0: Chronicles of Real Sexy Wives actually um, came about, um, I actually put it out on Facebook. And let me tell you, I put it out on Facebook and I said, I'm looking for women who want to remain anonymous, but want to really tell women how to spice up their sex life. And I created just a email box, and they could go in there and you know post their stories and those kind of things. And the email box actually went to um, three different people who was editors, and they sent me the best twenty stories. And I don't know who those women are in the book. I have to tell you because evidently the box was um, just uh, filled within two days. They it couldn't even accept any more, um, emails. And so they went through, and they gave me the best 20 stories, and I narrowed it down to the best 12. And so those stories in that book are from women all over the world that I don't even know if I know them or not, because by the time they got to me, I, there was no names, there were no nothing attached to it besides a pet name or whatever. So I could be in, you know, walking around talking to women that are in that book, and I don't even know.
1: Fascinating all
0: about keeping it hot and spicy in the bedroom. That's really what that book is about.
1: Wow. Give me a tidbit of one of your favorite chronicles. Not the whole story, but just a, a little tidbit of something that you thought was funny or interesting.
0: Well, it's one in there called Reverse. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how she creates these different um, treasure hunts for her her mate and how she sends them on these extravagant excursions and he always gets a prize at the end and it could be so many different prizes and so for me i read that story and it just helps me create different fantasies for my husband and and to make sure that we don't get stale in our relationship being that we have been together so long and so that is one of the ones i really really like it's a couple of other things that you know i've taken um and made it my own out of that particular book but that was probably my best one because she did some extravagant things in that particular um, Uh chapter of the
1: book. Interesting. The next one you have listed is Tall Glass of Water. Tell us about that one.
0: Tall Glass of Water is really about women finding balance in their life. And in my own personal life, I used to suffer really uh, a lot with dehydration in my own personal body. Mm-hmm. And so um, Tall Glass of Water really talks about women rehydrating relationships in every area of our lives because we always put ourselves on the back burner Mm-hmm. And, and we always are saying yes to too many things and not no to too many things and so it just really talks about how to have healthy relationships and give those relationships life, give those relationships water, right because we tend to give to so many people and the people that are closest to us, the people that matter to us, our family, our really good girlfriends, our children you know, our significant others we tend to not give them our, our best selves because we're giving too much to our jobs, to our careers, to our aspirations, all of those things. But at the end of the day, when you know the lights dim and and everything, you know, nobody's chanting your name, you want to have those healthy relationships that are that matter the most. And that's really what that book talks about.
1: Interesting that you say that. One, a very dear friend of mine who's actually in the hospital right now, um, but a very dear friend of mine, um, her name is Peggy Riggins. She's a pharmacist and a life coach out of the Chicago area. Part. one saying that she, uh, says all the time when she's out speaking. And when we talk, she always says, Nadine, remember to give to yourself before you give to others. Yes. And she always speaks to women about that. And, you know, I just think it's so powerful because we often forget that we have to give to ourselves first before we are able to give to others. And that. um It's such a hard concept, particularly for women to understand, because we're so busy giving out and giving out that what's ironic about it is that if you pause and you replenish yourself and you give to yourself, you then have so much more energy, both spiritually, physically, emotionally, in all ways, you have more to give when you replenish yourself. Uh, So whether it's that rehydration with the water, or that rehydration of the spirit, rehydration of energy, um, rehi- rehydration of time, rest, sleep. When we're able to do that, then you just have that much more energy to give. And so that to me is such a powerful thing because I think if we remember to replenish ourselves, then we can give more and nobody needs, I mean, you know, working as a social worker, I remember that, you know, in the 80s and 90s. 90s, a lot of research uh, was done on the fact that sometimes caretakers die before the people they're caring for, Absolutely. because the caretaker gets so diminished, yes. and that to me was very powerful. So caring for the caretaker is really, really important. And, and you know, water is life. Without water, yes, yes. Without
0: water, you have no life. Yes. And so that's the reason why I, I called it a tall glass of water, because sometimes that would be so big. And doing so much for others others, and teaching and speaking and traveling and giving, I would just forget to have some water. And I would say, why am I, my mouth so dry? Yeah. Why is my skin so dry? And it was because I was dehydrated. And so that's the reason why I named that book that. Um, and you're so right. There are so many caregivers that die before the people that they're taking care of. And I don't want women to to live like that. I, I don't because I was that woman.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The next one on your list, bringing sexy back to your (laughs) marriage. All about the business of pleasure. Tell us about that. Bringing
0: sexy back to the really a practical book to give women, because I get a chance to coach women from all over the world um, in their marriages and in their relationships. So many women are just stuck. They have ran out of ideas of, of things that they can do to bring their romance back into the marriage. And we think that men know how to be romantic. They truly don't. They only know what they have been taught, what they've seen on TV, or what has worked in past relationships. And if we don't tell them, then they don't know. And so that book really teaches women how to bring romance back into their marriages. And how to set the stage for romance and how to prepare your body, your mind, all of those different things that are important because really great romance, great sex, great intimacy starts in your mind. So it really starts with your mind and how you view things. And a lot of times it's how you were raised. What you witness in your household—if you didn't witness, witness affection, um, you don't know how to give it, right? And so, all that—that that book really truly deals with that 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 um, sector of of relationship.
1: Wow. So what you're talking about here, too, is communication and the importance for, if we're talking about heterosexual uh, relationships, for women to communicate clearly with their spouses about what it is they like, what they desire, what arouses them, what's romantic, um, that it's really important to let your partner know. Otherwise, they're just kind of going off what work their, with their last partner, but that may not be... You what know, appeal you. what works for you, and so it begins. I assume with opening up those lines of communication and be, you know, being able to talk about what's important to us and what what we need. Absolutely, absolutely, you you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now, what I was fascinated um, was about was your latest book, which I saw on the table at the convention called Keep Your Legs Open. Uh, Tell us I, about I, that one.
0: Satisfaction. Ah! That book right there has been flying off the shelves. It has been phenomenal. And what that is is a quick read guide for women to really figure out what they enjoy about sex. And, what, what, and, and to open their mind to explore new things. I, I talk about, you know, what is your sex drive? I talk about how to identify your different er, erogenous zones. I talk about um, position pillows, how to use them. I talk about how to achieve orgasms. I talk about what is an orgasm, because most women don't even know. Mm-hmm. I talk about how to really take care of your vagina in that book. I talk about so many different things that nobody taught me when it came to having great sex. And so really, that's what that book is about. It it talks about so many different things that, that is very practical, it, they're very easy to read, and it's very t- easy to understand. I talk about sex positions, the different sex positions, and what you can achieve from trying those different um, sex positions. All of the um, book is full with um, illustrations and stuff like that, because, you know, it's one thing to read it, but it's another thing to see it. And so it's jam-packed with um, different... Um, yeah, like I said, illustrations, all those kind of things, how to identify your G spot, where it is, how to identify it, where it's located, what does it do, how to identify your F spot, because most women don't even know there is an F spot. You know, all those different things, I talk about it in that book.
1: <laughs> oh wonderful we all need a copy
0: yes you do <laughs> and all those books all my books are available on Amazon and all the major book um, 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 houses so Barnes and Noble all of those things are are, are are available online
1: Gail you definitely are a woman in the business of pleasure um, let me just end with your um, your, your conference. I was really fascinated by the idea of Christian women getting together to bring sexy back into their marriages. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the conference, what your goals um, uh, were for the, for the conference? And just, you know, just give us an overview of the conference, because I thought it was just fascinating.
0: Thank you so much. Well, you know, bringing sexy back to the marriage is based on three pillars, self-realization and spiritual exploration, sexual satisfaction, and couples intimacy. And so whenever I'm planning the particular um, conferences, I always try to make sure that we hit those three points. You know, self-realization, where are you and what is, What are your um, thoughts about sex and intimacy? Because if you don't really know Um, what you want, what you like, what pleases you, it's very hard to communicate that to someone else. And then when you look at the spiritual aspect of it, most of the women who come to um, the Bringing Sexy Back to the Marriage Conference have some kind of spiritual um, guidance or conviction. And so, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. So what were you taught what are you being taught in your, your your churches? Those kind of things. So we really try to look at that because so many women come bound So so many women come very shy. Some some women have never even talked about their sexuality, what pleases them, because it just was not a safe place for them to do that. And so we we, we open the door for them to really have those type of conversations, and that that is guided through some of the different workshops and stuff that we we talk about. And at the end of the, the conference, we always have a panel, and the panel is comprised of questions that women ask us throughout the whole entire conference. It's a box that they can ask us any question under the sun, and we do our best to answer them. And if we can't answer them effectively, we will go get the information. We just don't make things up. And so um, sexual satisfaction it is so many women that are not being sexually satisfied, and, that, and that's good for the body, you know. It's really good for you to be sexually aroused and pleased and all those kind of things. But again, if you don't know what you like and what pleases you, it's very hard to communicate that to your partner. So we we'll really talk about that. And then couples' intimacy. So many people are in relationships, and they're not intimate. And intimacy has nothing to do with intercourse. It has to do with how you relate and you talk back and forth and how that person makes you feel and how excited you get. And it's really letting down your walls and letting someone in into your personal space. And so those are the three things that we really focus in on bringing sexy back to the marriage.
1: Wow, wonderful, Gail. When will you be doing another bring your bring sexy back uh, conference? When can women?
0: Well, I have my big conference only once a year, okay. and I would like to expand that. Um, but you know, I think we talked a little bit about you know that you know I usually pay for everything out of my pocket, and then you know I recoup my money from ticket sales. So, um, in order for me to grow, of course, you know I'm looking into sponsorships and those kind of things. But I do hope. Um, other things called Wife Masterclass, okay. which is something that I do I do online, but I also do live Wife Masterclasses. And so I'm looking to go on a tour um, for Wife Masterclass. I did Wife Masterclass tour um, in 2015, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I went to um, six different states, and the women were just... They just absolutely loved it, and it was a four-hour workshop, and it's kind of um, a take on what I usually do online. And what I do online is, like, just a 30-minute um course uh, just speaking on different topics that actually um, we was not able to address out of the conference and this way when I do it online more women from around the world are able to you know patch in because it's something that is done online and I've had great success I mean I've had upwards to 3,000 women on a wife masterclass and women wow. from all over the world, and that was a way for me to reach more women, and i.e. that it was the reason why women internationally has started coming to my conference from wife masterclass. So I will be doing um, a wife masterclass online starting in April. The tour will start in du- July, and I will be posting all those those different dates and those kind of things on my social media as well as on my website, theonesexywife.com. And so um, if your listeners would just keep stopping by, you know, either on my social media or on my website, they can definitely join me, and I would love to have them.
1: Great. So it's One Sexy Wife.com. The,
0: the One Sexy Wife. Make sure you put the T H E. Yeah, the One Sexy you will end up on a not so good site. <laughs> okay,
1: so it's the theonesexywife.com. We will yeah, put that up on our site. Yes. We'll put that up on our podcast site. Well, Gail, it was really wonderful having you on the business of pleasure. I mean, when I met you and read your bio and uh, just, you know, had a chance to be your at your uh, conference, I thought this is a woman who really is perfect for the business of pleasure because this is what you're all about. And um, we were really honored that you had one of our bedroom candy consultants there at your conference, Sonia Benson. I know there are other consultants there as attendants, but we had Sonia Benson there as a speaker representing our brand and also at the, at, at our table. And, you know, the women at the conference just loved the bedroom candy line of products. They just ate them up. It was wonderful to see their response and just to see women interacting so positively um, with sex toys and with our bath and body products. And, you know, just seeing women openly in you know, in a healthy way, being able to talk about their sex lives, express um, both the negatives, the challenges, the joys, and, you know, uh, talking about their relationships, just a very, very positive environment for women and I just want to congratulate you on what you've accomplished thus far what I think you will continue to do like I said to you I hope that this is a a conference that you can maybe do uh, nationally and more times a year and around the world I will put it out there in the universe that you get the funding that you need because I think what you're doing is just really positive and really incredible and again just thank you so much for taking some time to Today to be with us on The Business of Pleasure. We really loved having you. I'm going to end with asking you if there's anything else that you'd like to say to our listeners before we close out for today.
0: I just want to tell you thank you, thank you, thank you, and I just want to speak to all the consultants and just tell them you can do it, you matter, and you can change lives through Bedroom Candy, and um, I want to say thank you so much for um, coming to the conference and having an experience at the conference, and I want to tell Sonia M. Benson thank you so much for being wonderful. She was such an asset to um, the Bringing Sexy Back to the Marriage Conference, and I have ask her back again. And so I just want to say thank you and um, I appreciate this opportunity and I would love to come back and talk to the singles. I am a a relationship expert so I would love to come back if you have me back.
1: I will definitely have you back. We'd love to have you at another podcast talking about singles. I think that is great. That's a wonderful idea and we'd probably love to have you at our Bedroom Candy Convention as well. So look forward to talking to you soon again. Thank you so much, Gail, for being on the call today. Thank you for being with us on The Business of Pleasure. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Tune in next week to listen to our next fun episode of The Business of Pleasure. An up-to-date listing of all our episodes can be found on our blog at www.bedroomcandy.com forward slash podcast. And that's candy. K-A-N-D-I. Next week, our guest is Ms. Tracy Hamler. Tracy is a wife, mother, member of our military. She works for the federal government and lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Would you like to earn free bedroom candy products? Throw a bedroom candy party? Find a consultant in your area? Or join our amazing team of empowered Bedroom Candy consultants around the country? Or would you like to shop our gorgeous catalog of sexual health and wellness products? Visit us at BedroomCandy.com forward slash podcast. That's Bedroom, K-A-N-D-I dot com forward slash podcast.